Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Matt and Matt Low Skill Train Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Rochford. And I'm your co-host, Matt Susuha. All right, folks. Well, so today is our very first episode, and we wanted to pick something that I think, uh, you know, could apply to everybody. Um, more, of, I guess it's more of a Lionel thing than anything, but everyone likes to go through the catalog, loves to go through the catalog, actually. So we are going to go through the uh, the newest catalog, uh, the 2020 uh, version two catalog um, from Lionel, and uh, we're just kind of going to give you our insights on everything. We're going to go page by page, um, and we're just kind of uh, just you know we may skip over some if it's just you know if it's something small, but uh, we're going to try to hit everything we can. Uh, talk about the engines, what we like, what we don't like, and um, hope you hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, Matt, did you want to say anything? No, we're ready to take a look. Let's see what All we right. have. All right, let's get started. So, opening up the catalog, um, on page I believe ten. <coughs> excuse me, and we have the Legacy S ones. So, um, I'll probably leave this to you matt i'm i'm not a pennsylvania person at all i these things are fantastic i, I mean I, I, they look awesome right oh like, yeah i remember mth had one of these and i remember there being a, a review on it eric's trains did a review on it and the thing was massive it was huge it looked it just looks like a giant torpedo right or so um but you know it's just for me it's just too big for my layout but if i had room I don't know. It might be one of, I, again, I'm not a Pennsylvania person, so it's probably not something that I would be interested in, but I think it looks pretty sharp. Yeah, no, I agree. I like the uh, Tuscan red version. That one's really cool. Lionel's been going pretty good with their fantasy schemes lately, and this is just another fantastic iteration. It's great. But the uh, prototype S1 was really just that, a prototype. It really wasn't terribly successful. I mean, it, it saw some track time, but it wasn't the most successful thing in the world for the Pensy, but it's a really awesome engine. It's actually longer than the Big Boy. It's like the East Coast version of a Big Boy, basically. It's really, really cool. And as you see in the pictures, it's gigantic. It's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it does not have uh, it does not have whistle steam because the prototype did not have a whistle. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so it has safety valve steam. Um, it does have a horn, um, uh, from what I heard, um, the, um, uh, Lionel was going through their catalog and, uh, they did mention that it was going to actually have a horn, but he did say it was also going to have a whistle as well for people who just want to have a whistle. So, because this is part of this new, um, legacy sound system that they're putting out where they're putting in multiple sounds, you can adjust the, the pitch of sounds with your with your uh, with your legacy remote or with a Bluetooth app, so <coughs> excuse me. Looking uh, looking forward to 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 actually somebody getting these delivered and and uh, seeing them in action. Me too. I mean, while it's too big for my layout, it'd be really cool to see someone have one and see what it's all about and see the features and all that. The safety smoke that feature is really cool. That's on the Vision Line Niagara, and my uncle has one of those, and it's a fantastic feature when you let it sit. The steam will blow out of the top. It's really, really cool. <laughs> That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. 
Mm-hmm. All right, well let's let's go. Let's move on to the uh, the 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 matching. I wouldn't say matching, but I guess the 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 passenger cars for this particular model. Um, uh, again, I mean these passenger cars. These are your twenty-one inch uh, passenger cars. Uh, they look they look pretty sharp. Um, especially, I actually like the uh, the the Pullmans um, uh, at the bottom, um, kind of the old classic style kind of uh, passenger Pullman cars. Look pretty neat. So we have the four pack, we have a two pack, and then in 1947 they expanded the train with Atlantic coastlines. So we have the fleet of modernism paint scheme with Atlantic coastlines. So if you look closely at the catalog. You can see it says Atlantic Coastline instead of Pennsylvania. It's really pretty neat. And then we also have a Southwind Station Sounds Diner, which if you've never played with the Sounds Diners before, go out and get one. They are fantastic, especially the new, the new Legacy ones. They're yep. great. And then Matt was talking about the two-packs, the um, Pullman two-pack. And I'm thinking about going in for this. It's a beautiful set, and it's something kind of cool. I have the Trailblazer set which is in the same general paint scheme it's in the fleet of modernism paint scheme but it's the trailblazer so i'm thinking of probably getting these for the set and then probably one of the baggage cars because they have a baggage car and then a fleet of modernism rpo car which i believe is a semi-fictionalized scheme it's kind of one of those foot in the door kind of things but it's still really cool so i'll probably do the madisons ah, come on heavyweights <laughs> yeah uh, one one thing about the I know you're talking about the station sounds card, uh, the legacy ones. And one thing I noticed, I'm not sure how many people know this or if it's widely known, but did you know that if you have a legacy engine and you add um, the station star, sounds car to you know the train, uh, if you add it, if you build it as a train, when you hold down the aux button, you know you put that engine kind of in a um, uh, like a, it'll do all the sounds on its own. The sequence mode. The sequence mode. Well, the sequence mode. If you have a if you have a a station sounds car in the train that you build with your engine, the station sounds car will actually be part of the sequence mode. So what happens is if you hold down the button and then you you know you you, you activate the sequence mode and you turn the throttle. Um, the engineer, the, you know, the engineer and the, and the engine will say something, but you also get the, uh, now leaving messages and, the you know, all aboard from the passenger car. No kidding. I yes. don't, I don't have any of the legacy sounds diners, but for the trailblazer, I have the, uh, TMCC sounds diner and I have the legacy vision reefers, which are fantastic, but I don't, I don't know if they do that. I might have to try them. But, yeah, uh, try try. I don't know if it does with the reefers, but try it. You never know because it was just I did it on accident. I, I you know I, I had my Burlington Northerns and I you know and I have a I have the Burlington Northern uh, uh, station sound card uh, on there and it was just like wow I'm like these actually work together. I thought that was pretty cool. So cool. Just something I quickly I just brought up. Um, all right, so let's move on to uh, page fourteen. These are the Legacy four six O's. These are really cool. This is also a near central prototype. So some of the road names we have here are kind of a foot in the door, fictionalized kind of sort of thing, but they're all really cool. So we have the near central, I'll go uh, bottom to top here or top to bottom rather. Uh, anyway, we got the near central 
We have a Canadian Pacific Rail Tours, which this, in the 80s, the CP did excursions, and they're going to have a magnetic nameplate for the tender to cover up the Canadian Pacific. They're going to have a different nameplate, which that'll be pretty cool. Then we have a Boston and Maine, and then on the right page, we have a Texas and Pacific, which is really cool looking. I really like that one a whole lot. Then we have Southern. We have Sioux Line, which is a road name you don't really hear much of. And then the two on top here, these are going to be really popular. We got the Re the Rutland, and then we have the Redding and Northern 225, which I that believe that one one's still preserved. That, that that blue one is, is fantastic looking. Oh, yeah. And these will have whistle smoke for the first time. Be nice if they put swing bell in there too, but what can we do? It's awesome engine. Yep. Yeah, they they yeah. Again, on these, uh, none of them that really kind of fit my uh, my railroad as far as names go, uh, railroads go. But um, if I were to pick one, uh, that reading in Northern um, would would be definitely first on my list. Oh yeah, that blue is really cool. It is. It it po really pops on that engine. Mm -hmm. I think. If I was to pick one, I'd do the either the Reading and Northern or the Texas and Pacific. Okay. The green boiler is really cool. And Southern, I'm not the biggest fan of Southern, but I like the T&P better. Yep. I, I, I don't blame you. I have a, a great Northern uh, green steamer uh, and a legacy steamer, and I love it. So <laughs> Cool. All right. Uh, so... Next page, uh, the USRA 2882s. These are some pretty big engines, too, here. So. Oh, yeah. These are a no-fucking-Western prototype. These are 070. These are big curves, too. Uh, as much as I would love to have one of these, a uh, little too big for me. But, man, the, the, the lighted uh, doghouse uh, on, uh, on a tender here, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's really pretty neat. And Lionel's done that before. I think when they did the Y3 the first time, they had uh, the um, doghouse light. It's really a pretty neat feature that you don't really see very much because it's really kind of only on NW Steam. I can't really think of any other railroad off the top of my head that had uh, the doghouse on the tender. I can't either. I can't either offhand. I can't. I'm not 100% sure. That no. I can remember if any of them had that. I'm sorry. One. The Pennsylvania had a few engines with the doghouse on the tender. They had the J1A, J1A uh, Texas, and I think the M1A and B, I think, had the doghouse on there. Maybe a couple others that I'm forgetting. Gotcha. What else is really cool about these is they're going to do different tenders. So for the No Fucking Western 2020 and the Baltimore and Ohio, on, at least on page 17 they're going to have those style tenders and also for you weathered fans they have the 2021 which is on page 16 that's going to be weathered by harry heike so that's pretty cool and then that's if we cool. flip the page we have some more we have some more with the usra uh it's kind of similar to the malay style tender with the on the Rio Grande, they have the doghouse, but on the Clinchfield and the Northern Pacific, which is absolutely gorgeous, they don't. And then we also have the Virginian, the Union Pacific, and the Pennsylvania. And the Pensy does have the doghouse. And I believe Pensy leased, I believe, three of these from the NNW, so they're really similar 
in appearance to the NNW versions that we saw previously. Very cool looking. All right, let's move on to the 282s. Good stuff. Yeah. This is this is this is definitely in uh in my uh uh you know, my radius. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, mine too. Although I don't <laughs> unfortunately I, I don't see a road name uh that would kind of not, not that I have to like, you know, the road name has to be for my layout. I'm just, you know, I'm a huge um, Santa Fe guy, uh, BNSF, Burlington, uh, and I don't see any. Unfortunately, that would, you know, that would that I would that I would be interested in, right? So, sure, I like the ACL. That one's really cool. Yeah, and then I know the there's two fan favorites here. They're gonna be really cool, which is the Great North the Great Northern the Grand Trunk Western Forty Seventy. And the Southern 4501, which the 4501 has been made in several iterations over the past 20 years. The most accurate one to date is the 1990 run that Lionel did. And that one was made from the blueprints of the 4501, so it doesn't get much more accurate than that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest gripe about these is the fact the cost. I mean, for $1,300, it's... I think it's a little high. I think if it was maybe nine seventy five or a thousand retail, I would be more apt to get one. But for thirteen hundred dollars, it's a little expensive for what you get. I I would agree. Keep in mind too that this is MS that's MSRP too. So if you go through a good dealer, if you have a good dealer, um, you know, you could probably, you know, get a couple hundred bucks off of that. And if you pre ordered it if you pre-order it, which, you know, obviously these are all build to order. You kind of have to for most of them anyway. Um, yeah, you're probably still looking at what, like 1100 1150 maybe? Something like that. I, I want to uh, say pre-order yeah. on these is maybe, yeah, I think 11 10 1099 something like that. 1099 okay, okay. But you're right, you're right. If these were, you know, they do have whistle steam. Um, uh, that, that is the only kind of... Uh, uh, you know, there's no bell and there's no cylinder smoke uh, steam or anything like that, but still pretty cool. It's cool. And you know what? I like that Lionel's really putting whistle steam in pretty much every engine. It's kind of like a standard feature, which I think is really cool. I think that's, I think they kind of noticed that that's a big feature that people want and it sets them as being very unique in the uh, in the O scale industry, um, because MTH had uh, started to do it on some other big uh, larger models, uh, not on everything, but some other. I know the big boy had it, and a couple other ones had it, but uh, Lionel's been doing it for for quite a, a long time since two thousand nine. Legacy, Vision yeah, yeah, since Legacy was has been out, um, they've been doing it so. Yeah, I, I I love all the, you know, Matt. I love all these little uh, steam effects, no matter or in the bell, oh yeah. stuff like that. That really kind of just adds so much uh, realism to it. Um, you know, I have, uh, you know, uh, my little uh, Great Northern um, is a is a, a whistle steam, and uh, it just it's such a really neat effect. 
Oh, yeah. I got the uh, Legacy Long Island H10. And let me tell you, that engine for what it costs and what you get, you get the swing belt and the smoking whistle. It's like, come on. And it was like $700. I mean, it's like, come on. But, uh, no, I really like that. I think my favorite feature, smoke feature, I think is the cylinder steam. That one's really cool. And I'm really curious to see how they're going to do it with the Daylight, the um, GS series, because they're going to have it where it's basically like a piston in the cylinder, like a real steam engine. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work. But we're going to find out, I think, December, I think they're showing up. So that'll be cool to see. All right. All right, well, it looks like we're moving into diesels. Yeah, it looks so, to be that way. Yep. Um, you know, probably, you know, I love steam engines, but, man, I I, I, I love me some diesel engines. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, E7s. First one out uh, of the gates, already a killer for me. I love cab units. Yeah. <laughs> yep, E, uh, AA and AB sets. So we have um, Atlantic Coastline. With the AA, and then there's a, a super base B unit for that one, uh, and then the um, which is really cool. The the uh, the the Union Pacific is the city of Los Angeles, but it comes as an AB uh, with an additional super base B unit, which um, I think is is a pretty cool, uh, unique way of doing that. So because I believe that's how they were made. So yeah, the uh, the UP and the SP, they did. Um... With the AB, which I'm not really sure why, but that's what they did. And the city of LA is absolutely beautiful. MTH made this a number of years back. However, they did it as an ABA, which is obviously unprototypical because they only had ABB. But it's still a beautiful set. And what's really cool is that nowadays the double units, they're all powered, which is cool. So the front unit has the sound system in it. But both units do actually have motors in them, which is pretty cool. And these Super Bass B units are fantastic. I don't own one, but I've seen a few, and they are great. The sound system is just, it's like a Bose speaker on wheels. It's awesome. Yep, it is. I have a Super Bass um, Santa Fe B unit um, uh, for the uh, Legacy F3s that came out a couple years ago. And uh, I love the Super Bass B unit, so um, yeah, big fan. Um, I almost if there's one available, if there's a Super Bass B unit for an engine that I purchase, I pretty much will automatically always just get the the matching Super Bass B unit with it. So cool. I've thought about doing one of the uh, any road name Super Bass B. Is I have the I have two, I have an F3 and an F7. I have the CB&Q California Zephyr F3, which is absolutely gorgeous. Then I also have a uh, Lightning Stripe um, New York Central, which is an older run from 2007. And I would love to get a Super Bass B in any name and swap shells so that would have the Super Bass feature. Ah, uh, gotcha. So gotcha. maybe I'll do that. Well, speaking of uh, your neck of the woods. Um, oh, Yeah. Got a Pennsylvania here, uh, and we got a, uh, a New York with the lightning stripe, and then we have a, a, a black model, and then we have um, the, I, I believe that would be the gray model. Is that pretty much? The uh, gray model, that they call that yeah. the, the uh, reverse lightning stripe. 
The reverse lightning stripe. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll start on the top and work our way down. So for the Pennsylvania, I believe uh, it's the second unit, which is the rear unit. So 5901, that one is preserved at Strasburg, the Railroad Museum of Pennsylvania. So that's pretty cool. And this is a gorgeous set. You know, if I had, if I could have the coin, I would do it. And at first glance, it may look weird, but we actually have two different Super Base B units. So the top one, which is the one that everybody's going to say, what's this about? Well, this is made for the E8s that they did a number of years back because the Pensy never had any E8Bs. They used E7Bs instead. So that's what this is about. And then the bottom one is just your traditional five stripe for the E7s that we see on the page. So cool stuff. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we got the New York Central. The black stripe, I don't think they've done this one before. My grandpa, he has the older Team CC model. It's got the silver grills on it, so I don't think they've done an all-black one. So this is really cool. I think you're right. I don't think I've ever seen an all-black one before. Mm -mm. And I know... really neat. Oh, yeah. And they're also doing the number boards in the correct configuration. On the older one, it was like the Pensy that you see on top, where the number board was on the front of the nose. Well, on the New York Central's, it's on the side of the nose, which is, I guess, prototypical. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a cool little... And then the gray, the reverse lightning stripe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, these actually were... They used these paint scheme for a little while, and they ultimately decided to not use it, and they went to the black which is still pretty cool so if you want either one or both got your choice yep all right and uh now we have some uh, new york central um passenger matching passenger cars oh yeah so so for the southwestern limited this was one of those trains it was a new york to let's see new york to st louis I believe. Yep. St. Louis. So this set's really pretty cool. It was one of those. It wasn't, you know, the near to Chicago, near to Miami, any one of those. So it was kind of a mismatch of train. So for the four pack, we have a combine and three coaches. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Combine, two coaches and a 10, six sleeper. And then for the two pack, we have a coach, I believe a diner. And then for the Station Sounds card, this looks a little funky because, again, it was a mismatch of train. So we have a silver card that's been... All these cards have been de-skirted, by the way, so you can see all the nice air vents and undercarriage detail on them, which is pretty cool. And then we have a return of the Vision Line baggage car, which I've seen this, too. It's really pretty neat. Now... Note that this is the same baggage car that they did with the Niagara's number of years ago. So it's mm-hmm. not a same. It's not a different number. It's the same car number, same item number, same everything. They just must have had some excess stock. So, but it's okay. a really pretty cool set. I've heard it. I've uh, someone on YouTube actually had it, and I uh, I was I uh, was listening to it. It actually sounded really neat. Yeah, uh, there's a guy on YouTube, DJ's O Gauge Trains. He's he's got this car. It's really cool. Actually, the cars I like the most out of the bunch are these 
baggage cars, the 60-foot baggage cars up on top, the yep. Pullman Green and the Lightning Stripe. Those are pretty cool. That Pullman Green is really cool looking. I I have a Union Pacific uh, 60-foot uh, baggage car, and I, I, I think it's really neat looking. Yeah, it's the same. Looks exactly like that, except it's you know it's got the uh, Union Pacific on it, and uh, those are neat looking. Oh yeah. yeah, I think they're old. I think they're X Weaver tooling. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'll move on to we're on page thirty. So we're looking at the E sevens. Um, got a beautiful rock island oh yeah that's gorgeous if i were to pick any one of these and rock island is pretty much in my you know in my area you know that's you know rock island is kind of you know midwestern so um that would be um that would be the one that i would get i that that, the colors are fantastic looking oh yeah i i absolutely agree mth they made a e8 which is obviously a different model, but similar paint scheme. The stripe on it actually went all the way down the engine, like where the clear glass is. Uh, that stripe went all the way down the engine, but this kind of lopped off stripe, it looks gorgeous. Like yep. I said, if I could afford it, I, I would do it. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. Underneath that, got a, it's got a Southern, um, two Southerns. So um, different uh, just color you have the one with the golden state and then you have the uh the southern pacific lark at the bottom there and then each all of those the rock island the southern pacifics um all have a matching super base b unit yeah and like we were talking about with the super base b units before same thing fantastic stuff all right so and uh next 32 uh here are the uh matching uh passenger cars Mm-hmm. For I believe all three of those. No, nope, uh, just two. No, it's you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought the Rock Island actually pulled these cars too. Yeah, they did. So you, what you really okay. could do if you had the coin is buy both both E units and get all the cars. Okay. Which I mean, that'd be quite a bill, but it would be quite a sight. <laughs> Let's move on to probably my favorite part of the catalog. Uh. And uh, we got some legacy gen set switchers here. Uh, this, this is, th- these are so awesome. And, and uh, I will be getting, so let, we'll just, we'll just kind of go over really fast. So they have a, um, they have a BNFS, uh, BNSF, they have a Bethlehem. Um, they have a CSX. Uh, they're coming out with the Norfolk Southern, uh, a, a very unique Pennsylvania. Um, and then they're going to have a Union Pacific. And then they're going to have a graffiti Union Pacific. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll let you know right now. Um, I will be. I, I plan on getting the the BNSF a hundred percent. That was one of the things that was on my list to that uh, that I uh, decided that I was going to get out of this catalog. And uh, these look fantastic. Now these are a bit different from their predecessors. Uh, these have um, moved away from the. Uh, die cast body and shell uh and they are now plastic um however to offset that they now have dual motors uh in them uh and we don't know for sure about the details as to if 
so just as an example, I have the older Santa Fe um, gen set switcher. Um, you know, obviously fantasy paint scheme because it's the, the war bonnet scheme. Um, and uh, it was die cast and the cab is like just fully detailed. Um, so I don't know. I really hope that that the cabin here is, is detailed because that was one of the really cool things that um, I thought was really unique about. You could take the, you know, you take the, uh, the cab, uh, the, the top of the cab off and you could see all the little, uh, you know, the, the, the dashboard was lighted up. Uh, it was just, it was really, really cool looking. From what I gather, I guess they're going to have some kind of detail in the cab. It's not going to be as fully detailed because of the motor, but I guess they're going to have some kind of detail in there, which will be cool. Now, my uncle, he had the Vision Line uh, Norfolk Southern gen set, and a friend of mine, he he wanted it, and so I eventually, he eventually sold it to him. So he doesn't have that engine anymore, so I can't play with it. But that one had the three smokestacks on it, which they actually went up and down depending on the RPMs on the engine, and actually had three separate smoke units in it, so... Sometimes only one will be on, or sometimes two, or all three. And when you started the engine up, it wasn't always the same one that flew open. Sometimes it would be the first, second, or third one. It just depends on what you do. So right, which which is prototypical as well. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, because if there's only one engine that needs to be used, you know, why bother with three if you don't need it? And I think another thing that they're going to have on here, which this has been on here anyway, is the sleep mode feature. So when you keep the engine in idle and you let it sit, it'll actually shut off. And you can hit the aux one key and it'll fire back up or any uh, command to fire it back up. It's really cool. Yep. My Santa Fe does that as well. Uh, it will, um, I, I, I don't remember the exact time. I think it's around the two minute mark maybe. Uh, it will just shut down. Um, I don't remember if it beeps or not. Some some of them beep. Uh, they have this a beep like every thirty seconds. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that one has it or not. But yeah, it's it's, it's a really really cool effect. Mm-hmm. The uh, little vi- things like that. Oh yeah, the uh, vision line. I believe I I timed it once. I think it was like thirty seconds off or thirty seconds on, and then shut down for five minutes. And then it beeped and fired back up, which is pretty cool. They actually they did this feature on the ES44s, the both the Vision and the non-Vision, and they also did the did it on the latest round. Of, no, not the latest yep. round. The first round of Bluetooth SD70 ACs. Yes, they did. Yep, you are so, correct. Yeah, that's really cool stuff. So as far as me goes, I'm in for the graffiti. I'm probably order that next week. And then if I had the money, which I'm going to wait to see this graffiti, and then I might do the Pennsylvania because I'm a Pensy nut. So it goes along choices. with the I, Good choice. I, I w- <laughs> I'm only going to order one, you know, but for budget budget reasons. But, man, I, I really like that, that graffiti uh, UP as well. I, that's really neat looking. So. I hope it does well because they got a lot of graffiti rolling stock that they've been putting out the past couple of years. And it's yeah. nice to finally have an engine to go along with them. So that's, it's really cool. I kind of wish they did two numbers though. I agree. Yep. 
All right. Um, so let's well, let's just move on. Uh, let's move into the legacy GP7s. Always a always a favorite GP7s. So can't can't you can't go wrong, right? Uh-huh. No, no, these are very nice workhorses for any railroad. I had a Pennsylvania one at one point, but uh, I don't have it anymore. All right, so uh, we have a um, Santa Fe. We got a Maine Central. Uh, there's a Cotton Belt uh, route on top. That St. Louis. Um, that one's really. That's really. Uh, those colors are are pretty cool looking it's actually prototypical yeah they had two of them well they had one gp7 the first number was 304 and then it got renumbered to 320 so both numbers technically are prototypical for a time which is pretty cool so i guess if you want both and lash them up you can do that if you want but yeah yeah like good nice colors on that cotton belt those, those are awesome and then um got a northern pacific which uh, if I were to pick one, I, I would actually, I might actually be, uh, so I'm interested in the Santa Fe or the Northern Pacific. Um, uh, I'm not sure which one I would get. I don't have too many Northern Pacific engines, so that's why I'm, and I have probably, <laughs> I have a lot of Santa Fe. <laughs> so, uh, so maybe I should just kind of like diversify myself a little bit and, uh, and, and get that Northern Pacific um, there's a seaboard, uh, a Texas and Pacific, which has some really cool looking colors as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The Northern Pacific, I like it, but it seems kind of plain. You know, all these other engines, they have stripes or a road name going on it or something. It just kind of looks plain on the long hood with nothing on it. It, it is. You, you are right about that. That that was one of the things that kind of kind of had me kind of like, well, it's you know, I don't have it on the Pacific, but it is. Yeah, I agree. It, it is kind of, um, you know, plain looking, I guess is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. So. I have the Vision Line Santa Fe reefers. And this Santa Fe, I, actually, I saw, when I saw the catalog, I saw it day before or so. And the first thing that popped into my mind when I saw the Santa Fe was my reefers. So I'm thinking. We'll see. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Santa Fe. Oh, no. That's my motto. That's my motto. <laughs> I agree. Uh, all right. So moving on. Um, hey, Shark Nose. There's your Santa Fe. Yeah. They're <laughs> very, very fantasy Santa Fe. Uh, I am thinking about it. I'm not 100% on that on that shark. Honestly, I think that Warbonnet paint looks awesome on the, on the Shark Nose. Because I, I, I actually I like the Shark Nose engines i think they look uh they look really i don't know, just got that bulldog kind of tough looking you know shark yeah. looking nose and uh i i actually like i actually uh, think they look really cool um so i got an uh starting from the top um there's a chicago cotton is that another oh it's the eastern joliet oh yeah. yes eastern yes joliet. yes yeah, Eastern Joliet. Sorry, I had time looking at it. So uh, with my glasses here, it's kind of interesting that because there's a so um, I live in the in the western suburbs of Chicago, and um, on my way out west, um, I take a uh, a road called Butterfield Road. I get on that because um, uh, I, I you know I have some family out west, and uh, and I pass over this this uh, this bridge. 
it's a, like a really small single uh, railroad bridge. And it's, you know, you can tell it's really old. And up top, it has the uh, um, E, J, and E uh, label on it. So I thought that was like, I thought that was pretty cool. Five Stripe, uh, Pennsylvania. So the Pennsylvania, I don't think they have shark nose that was painted like this. They had a longer shark nose style engine, the BP 20, which Weaver actually did an all brass model of. And that was their main pen, their main passenger hall and locomotive that they used. So it was maybe like a shark nose and a half as far as length goes. So if you want to visualize that, but it's a really pretty cool looking engine. Although, like I said, it's a little shorter than the BP 20. It would be a nice stand in still pretty cool. And then that single stripe Brunswick green. That was pretty cool. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the single stripes on the green. Moving on. We have something that's obviously related here is this um, really cool New York Central Explorer set. Um, wow, that is those colors are. I like yellow and blue. I think that's a <laughs> that's a fantastic for for me at least. I think that's a really cool combination. Sure, it's really cool. So the prototype Explorer was actually a kind of a prototype train that never really took off. So it actually, it was a lightweight train. So the set that Lionel's shown here is kind of like a what if if the Explorer would have continued, what it, what would it look like? And so it was a similar Baldwin-style, Sharknose-style diesel, and it had lighter weight passenger cars than these Union Pacific prototypes, but they're, it's still a beautiful set. And, you know, if I had the room, I would do it. It's really cool looking. Plus, it's small. Yeah, it is, and um, it's the price it actually isn't all that bad. So I agree. Um, for the uh, for the entire set, which is um, so for eight ninety nine, you you get a single um, uh, di- shark nose diesel unit, um, but you get three passenger cars, three twenty one inch passenger cars. So, and uh, you know, in today's today's pricing and everything. You know, and again, you know, if you go through, if you pre-order it and you go through like your, your local, uh, train shop, you know, you could definitely probably get this thing for like, you know, seven fifty, uh, maybe even 700 bucks, you know, depending on your, your local hobby shop. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty cool. Although I kind of wish in the two pack that would have done a sounds well, in this case sounds coach, but it would still be kind of cool if they would have had a sound car in here, but. I, agree. I I don't know exactly why um like a set like this to me like begs for for a, a station sounds car right because it's unique but maybe they didn't want to have to like create that um uh the unique sound set for it that could know? be but I guess I don't know they could have just did the New York Central uh, sound set I guess I you know I don't know um it, a beautiful set um all right, uh, so moving on, uh, we got some, uh, which I think are fantastic uh, products that Lino's putting out, are th- th- these these freight sets. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have the BNSF um, uh, tanker set from uh, 
last year and I love it. I, I, I love sets. I, I really do. Um, I think there's a lot of value in here. Um, and it's kind of like, what's nice about it is, you know, if it's, if it's your favorite, you know, if you have a particular road name, um, that you like railroad that you like, you can get, you can get an engine and you can get all the matching, um, you know, uh, cars, uh, rolling stock behind it. Um, and that's, that's what we want to do, right? When, you know, when we're pulling stuff on our, on our railroad at home, you know, on our model, uh, on our layout, you know, we're, uh, you know, I'm pulling the, you know, a BNSF, uh, I got a BNSF diesel and I want to pull some, you know, Santa Fe or Burlington Northern, or, you know, I want to pull, you know, those kind of cars that match the, that match the engine. Right. Cause you want to, you want to try to be prototypical, uh, as much as you can. So, um, but yeah, these, these are both really cool sets. Sure. And, you know, I like this PL&E set. I mean, it's kind of local to my area, but it's just a really cool looking set. So like as Matt was talking about with the price point, I mean, 850 retail for a legacy scale engine and uh, three scale cars and a caboose. How can you say no? I mean, it's a fantastic set. So to lead the set, we have the aforementioned GP7, which is a great engine. And then we have a PS5 covered gondola. And I actually have one of these in the New York Central paint scheme. And it's a great car. You know, I really think, as a quick little side note, all of Lionel's cars they make are fantastic. I don't have one that I dislike. All the ones I have are great. And then we have a boxcar. And then we have probably my favorite car in the set, which I have one of these. It is a tank. It is this 100-ton hopper. And we'll talk more about these in a few minutes. And then we also have a PLE bay window caboose, which is really pretty cool. Yep. And then uh, it, it uh, you know, as we move down, uh, same thing. Got a, you know, a Southern um, GP7, uh, you know, comes with a boxcar, comes with a PS2 hopper, uh, comes with a gondola with covers. Uh, gondola is really cool looking. Oh, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a Southern bay uh, windowed caboose. So these are, these are great. These are, I think it's just, lot of value here right oh yeah and you know for the southern i know people are complaining that it's a 1950s engine with 1970s cars but you know what who really cares i got your i know you got your rivet counters but after a while it's still just a cool looking set the paint scheme on that diesel is great are those called decade counters there you go all right yeah we just did we just coin a new phrase yeah it's technically not a rivet counter because they're not counting the model they're worrying about yeah i like decade counter that's cool (laughs) all right uh moving on to the next page we got some uh uh passenger car pen central passenger cars um uh we got some uh pullman uh sleeper cars uh, underneath that um just cool some pretty cool looking um you know things things to add on to your uh you know to your current uh passenger trains right oh yeah pretty cool stuff the b60 baggage cars like we talked about they're great cars and i kind of like the tuscan red penn central and then we also have a really cool one which is actually a christmas one which i didn't realize this it's not the Railway Express Agency. It's the Reindeer Express, which is directly below the Tuscan Red Penn Central. So that's kind of a little Christmas throw in there for your Christmas fans. And then below we have the Pullman sleeper cars. These are the pool service. 
sleepers. So first off, they started with the green, and I believe one of the cars in the green is a excursion car, which is kind of cool. I forget. Uh, let's see here if I can get it. That's uh, eh, too hard to tell from the catalog image, but one of these is an excursion car. I'm sure one of us uh, people that watch this can let us know which one it is. And then they started off in the green, and then they moved to what we would call the lightning stripe for us New York Central guys in the Pullman lettering name, which is really cool. So if you want some pool, pool service cars, there you go. Nice. Mm. So next up, we got the theater cars. And you want to hit those real quick? Yeah. Um, these are... Uh, I will be getting one of these, maybe two of these. <laughs> Not sure. Let me guess: the two silvers on the bottom. <laughs> um. So yeah, that would be correct. Yes, I will be getting the Santa Fe. Well, so uh, so I have a I have a large Santa Fe uh, passenger car. I have a lot of Santa Fe passenger cars, and I do I have a couple observation cars for the end. Uh, but I don't have an end car for my uh, Burlington Northern North Coast Limited. So that's where that uh, that BNSF William um, Strong uh, 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 theater car uh, comes into play. Um, if you don't know, William Strong was the uh, he was the president of uh, um, ATSF uh, in the late 1880s. So that's that's what the name is there for. So, uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I like I like that the Santa Fe has track ins- inspection car on it. I mean, it's kind of kind of a really cool little detail on there but i mean you know these are 330 dollar passenger cars so i'd i'd rather not get two (laughs) just because it's like you know you know i'm sure these will be like the other one i think i think the theater cars now go for around you can still find them too um i think they're like 240 or 250 or something like that yeah um from from dealers um, and that's probably more in lines of what, um, you know, what I would, what I would pay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, uh, that being SF one is, is, is absolutely on my list and then we'll see about the Santa Fe. So how about you? <laughs> uh, I don't, I can't run these theater cars. I don't have the curves for them, but okay. if I was to do one, well, a couple of notes here, I'll talk about the, which one I would do first. I would probably do the. No fuck Southern, because I'm a No fuck Southern Pensy fan, So, like I said before. But I really think what's going to be interesting, I really hope that the teaser of the KCS and the BNSF, I really think we're going to see the business trains come soon. We've already seen the NS, so I'm thinking the KCS and the BNSF are right around the corner. Plus, we also saw the GS4 in the previous catalog. So it's like, I really think we're going to see it. Oh yeah, you know the the um the only uh MTH was the only one that actually did the the BNSF cars that I if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, and they did them in the premiere. Um I had a chance to buy them. Um I passed them up a couple times. Now now I probably wish I would have got them, but um that's all right if if Lionel's coming out with the their rendition um cuz I'm really thinking about those new that that uh gs that bnsf gs4 <laughs> it's it's a little expensive i i i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do some selling i think <laughs> i'm gonna have to do some some ebaying maybe oh, so uh we'll, with me. We'll, That's what i'm doing 
We'll see because I think they're aren't they due out? Like I think December. Soon? December, okay. December, okay. I, I, from what I hear, they're going to make the year. So, okay. but you know, yeah. MTH is the only one to make that uh, GS four. I don't think any. I don't think Williams or no nope. Williams is the only other manufacturer nope. that would make the GS four. So nope. it's really cool, and I mean, it's one of those engines that you know they made it back in I think two thousand two, two thousand three, and they it was a dealer appreciation set, so it's incredibly yep. rare. And my uncle, he actually had the four pack, the four pack, the five pack, and the two car add on for that set to run with a Santa Fe Texas, which is pretty cool. But he since sold those cars, but it's a nice set. I actually had the um the the uh Imperial version mm. um of the GS4, and now I wish I would have kept it. I, I ended up selling it, um, but um. Uh, it, it, the sound set on it was really cool, and it actually it had some. It sounded really good too. Um, and it had it had the horn too, had the whistle and the horn. Um, they did they did a great job for even for an imperial. Um, it it, it was a great little steamer. Um, sure. Uh, just to kind of go back on these um these these twenty one inch passenger cars, um, so uh, you know for those who. I know these are big. Um, these are obviously large passenger cars. I can, I, I have 048 curves and they will negotiate uh, 048. Um, that is the, that is the absolute minimum that I would put them on. Uh, uh, I haven't had a problem. Um, I have, sometimes I have issues going in reverse, um, but I've heard people on 054 and O, uh, even on like 060, have issues with them going in reverse and coming off the track. I, I think it's, I think it's the way that the uh, kinematic coupler works. Yeah. That could um, be, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can, um, I haven't had any issues uh, running them around. They're, you know, people kind of, you know, I, I know there's the like, well, you know, they, they swing out so high and, but you know what? I, they, they look, they look so good. And, and, um, you know, my Burlington Northerns, uh, that I have are all 21 inch passenger cars and, um, they just, they look really sweet. Um, and, uh, they're just, you know, I, I, I was at a point where I'm like, you know, I, I had a trial. I was like, well, are these going to run or not? And I ended up buying the station sales car as a test. And I was like, all right, well, if it doesn't work, I'll just save this car for when I get a bigger radius. And if it does work, then okay, well, maybe I'll buy a couple more. And uh that was my initial test. Now, again, not saying this works on everyone's 048. I mean, you might, you know, depending on like how much they don't swing out that bad. Uh, but I don't know, like a lot of people, you know, like my two loops aren't that close to each other. So, you know, I can I can get away with the how far they kind of like stick out. Um, but uh I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, like for the 21 inch cars, you know. I've thought about maybe trying one because eventually I'm going to get 044 and a half inch curves, which is a kind of, it's 048 ish. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's close to 048 on a four by eight as best you can get. So I've thought about maybe trying one. My uncle has a bunch, so I may grab one of his and see if it works, but then I'll consider going in for a set, but you know, 21 inch passenger cars, they're technically a scale car. You know, the 18-inch yeah. cars, they're technically semi-scale, which, but, you know, 
can you do? You are correct. Yep, you are correct. I wish Lino would would make. Um, I loved MTH's eighteen inch uh, passenger cars because um, you know they they could you know you could run them around your you could run them around your O thirty six curves uh, as far as I know. Oh yeah, um, I got I because uh, they were O forty. Yeah, they were minimum O forty two, but they would actually meet because of the way uh, you know MTH did their curves. Um, they would actually negotiate O thirty six without any problems. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, no, I guess we digressed enough there. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, let's move on to these PS five covered gondolas. These are really cool, and kind of hit these up a little bit, a little bit ago. But I have the near central a PS five, and it's great. You know, the detail on it is awesome. The ends actually remove, which is pretty cool. And uh, the tops come off, which is nice. So it's a really all around a great car. And they even got two BN, uh, BN numbers for you. They do. I noticed that. <laughs> I will. I will. I will definitely be picking these up. One of these up from my, uh, if not both, uh, from my uh, my my local shop. So these are really really cool looking. You know, the one I like the most. I like the Union Pacific because at least in the catalog, they have two different colors of hatch. They have the gold color, which has a slogan on it, and then they have just a regular silver color, which is pretty cool. So I'm thinking about maybe I might do both. I I like I like that one with the slogan. I think that's very cool looking. I agree. Kind of kind of kind of sticks out, right? Yeah, it's something different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so um, on page fifty three. Um, so roof hatch, uh, just your roof hatch box cars here. These are actually um, new, new tooling for the are roof they hatch. New tooling. Okay. Yep. Um, it's the PS one box car design, but it's got the roof hatches on there. And for each railroad, they did a different purpose. I believe for the Southern, it hauled kale and grain for, for beer, I think, or maybe it was the CNW. I forget, but at any rate, the, hatches are on there they don't open but they are really cool looking okay i don't think i'm gonna get any but they are nice cars uh, they are nice cars I, I i don't plan on getting any but they i i agree i they, they are really nice all right so uh next page uh 100 ton hoppers another killer for me so, i i like these these uh, are a, great a, a lot so i have um uh an mth pack of these from I think they're around 10, 15 years old, but uh, MTH sold these as a six pack. So I have six Burlington Northern um, hundred ton hoppers. And uh, I, I, I like, I like co-hoppers a lot. So <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I have the uh, Pennsylvania heritage uh, hopper that goes with the SD 70. And oh, wow. That's- it's a, Oh, it's a tank. You know, it the the thing must weigh 10 pounds. I mean, <laughs> it, oh, it is it's awesome. I mean, like the Pennsylvania, which again, I'm a Pensy nut, but uh that Pennsylvania is actually a add-on to a coal train set that they made, I believe back in I think 2006, 2005, 6 something like that. So if you wanted to get all six numbers, which I'll probably go in for eventually, not now, but I'll get all six of these, and then if you got the 
Cole said in the add-ons, I believe it's 14 cars total. So, I mean, it would be a train. I mean, your six-unit last shops would definitely be worked, but it yeah. would be quite a train. That it, Yes, indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we also have six different numbers for the PL&E, so if you want to get the set, you can get a seventh number, which is cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad they offer, like, multiple packs and, and uh, all with different road numbers. I think that's... Um... I think that's a that's a a really cool detail that they added in there. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And like, I'm really curious for the rotary gondolas, the uh, bathtub hoppers that they did in the Norfolk Southern Conrail paint schemes. Those, I guess, are coming out. They were being, I think, they're being made in Romania. Or made, no, hmm. they were tried to be made in Romania, but they lost the tooling or something happened with the tooling, so they're now finally being remade. So those would be really cool, and I'm thinking about going in for some of those because that's one train that I've wanted since I started railroading was a gondola set for NS. I want Top Guns, but nobody's made them yet. So gotcha. hopefully one day. All righty. Uh, moving on to page 55, we have the PS2 Hoppers. Um, I don't have much to say here. Um. Uh, you know, PS2 hoppers are cool. Um, you know, not, not really something I, I won't be picking up any of these. Um, yeah, but they're they're cool. That central soya one looks pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it does. There. And it's fun. It's kind of funny. It says CSX is the reporting marks. I don't think it's the same CSX that you and I think of when we see CSX. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, <laughs> I just noticed that now. It's really pretty cool. Best for me, Pensy all the way. And you know what? I'm kind of. It's kind of surprising. They only got one number. I thought they had two, but it's only one. Yep. So I'm definitely going in for that. All right. Uh, next page, fifty-six. We have the big window cabooses. <clears throat> um, I. <laughs> I like that. I uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I like that. Um, that Southern Pacific uh, Railroad Police <laughs> caboose in the bottom right hand corner. Yeah, that one's really cool. <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool looking. Um, it's good stuff, you know. Uh, if you're an East Coast guy, which ripped me, um, <laughs> we got a bunch of road names here. So yeah. we have Chessy, which my dad, he's a huge Chessy fan, so I'm sure he's going to be all over that. And with another one of the safety slogans. So if you collect the safety slogan cars, well, here's another one for you. We have this Conrail one, which I think there's something special about this. New England Division. Uh, looks like a safety one. So that's pretty cool. We got Frisco for, I guess, your Midwest people, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Louisville and Nashville. And then New York Central, which this is kind of interesting. It's in the safety scheme. And in the previous catalog, they did the wood-sided cabooses with the cameras in them. And they did a safety scheme wood-sided caboose in this same paint scheme with the cameras. So... I'm thinking of maybe doing this car and then skip the wood-sided safety. So that way, I mean, it doesn't have a camera in it, but right. that way it would be two different style cabooses. I don't have a bay window caboose. So, yeah. but uh, it's pretty cool. And then we have the aforementioned Southern Pacific Railroad Police, which yeah, is really was, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't have plans to get that, but I think I thought it was kind of cool with the, symbol uh excuse me a symbol on the side and um it's just very unique looking oh yeah really cool stuff 
All right, moving on to the next page. We got some uh, flat cars with stakes. So there's a Santa Fe in there, yeah, and Santa. a northern and a northern Pacific. So oh, oh boy, they hooked me up. Santa Fe from northern <laughs> Pacific for you, Pensy and NNW for me. Uh, I, I can I can I can tell you that I do not own any flat cars with stakes, so um, this would be uh, something new for me as a for a roll as a as rolling stock goes. So yeah, I don't I don't have I have flat cars, but not with stakes on them. So yeah, I mean, I mean, neither do I. Yep, it's pretty cool. This Pensy MOW is really cool. All right, uh, and then we have some RBLs. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a Canadian National, got an ADM. Uh, there, there's your Pennsylvania, yep. and then we got an FG Fruit Growers Express, Penn Central. Yippee! So, yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> add more to my list. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's really cool about the stakes, the stake cars, the flight cars with the stakes. These RBLs and the next car, which is the N5, N5 Caboose, is the they're all standard old cars. So they're technically scale cars. Well, actually, technically, they are scale cars, but they don't have all the same detail that we're accustomed to on our scale rolling stock that costs, you know, $90 a piece. So yeah. they're a lot more affordably priced with a retail of 50 I think the pre-order on these is like $35. Oh, so wow. It's really a great price, and though. I'm thinking. You could get three of If you could get three of them for just a bit over 100 bucks. That's that's some pretty good value. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And you know, what these kind of these kind of reminded me of the MTH Premier Line reefers from what the nineties. Like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with those, but they're they kind of remind me of those. Okay. And then we have the NE five cabooses, which I believe this it's scale car, but it's not as high a detail as like a typical caboose like the bay windows that we saw a minute ago but well, it nice sounds part. like it sounds like these are the same kind of templating as the rbls right where they're just kind of offering a scale car limited details and then putting it into a, a cheaper price bracket maybe from what i gather yeah no oh, yeah an yeah. led they're interior cool. so yeah they're all cool looking yeah nothing nothing there for me but um yeah they're really cool looking all right, so uh, moving into the line, the uh, traditional O gauge Line Chief Plus 2.0 uh, kind of engines and rolling stock. Uh, first stop here is the Lion Master AC12 cab forward. So, um, as someone who has a the, the last Lion Master Plus 2.0 big boy, um, I have to say I'm really excited about these because I. Um, I just actually just finished my review and I posted my line master uh, plus uh, big boy review. And um, I uh, Lionel did a fantastic job with this, this line chief plus 2.0. And I hope they continue it. I, I haven't, I haven't seen any diesels yet, so I can't comment on the diesels with the line chief plus 2.0. Um, but I will say as far as I know, the steam, um, they did a fantastic, fantastic job on the big boys. So that's cool. I, I, now to kind of just to kind of go on this cab forwards, I'm not a cab forward person, so I don't have any interest in these, but I do think they look cool. You know, I think they're cool. If I was to do when I do 4294, just because it's preserved in Sacramento, 
I think is where the Railroad Museum is. But it's cool stuff. The daylight one's really nice too. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, still with that gray boiler one. That one's nice. I think if you uh, twisted my arm and said, well, you get to pick one of these, I would probably just pick the Southern Daylight scheme just because I like I, I really like that scheme a lot. So Yeah, it's cool. All right, uh moving uh page sixty five, we got the the um the line sheet plus two point oh GP sevens. So these are cool. They're I believe they're either based or they maybe still might be the post war tooling from fifty years ago. That's what it looks like. Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the rails. Yeah, me uh, too. That's my turn off. Um, I know that you know the these Lightsy Plus 2.0 is is you know the smaller, um, you know people with smaller layouts. Uh, you know, uh, kind of um, giving pricing it a little bit more, uh, cheaper and more affordable for people. Um, I, I just. Yeah, I just not, uh, you know, when it comes to diesels, there aren't, there aren't really any diesels that I can't, that I can't run out of my layout that, that, um, what am I trying to say here? So it, I usually just buy legacy diesels, right? Because most, there aren't any gigantic legacy diesels that require huge curves, right? There, sure. There's a, there's a few, there's a few, but for the most part, I would say like 95% of them you know, we'll run an 036, 048 without any problem. So, oh, yeah. Um, so I'd rather spend an extra 150 bucks here and and just get the legacy version. So, but that's just me. No, I agree. And, you know, I mean, these are beautiful, but those thick handrails really turned me off. And I mean, like, if I was to do it, I'd do the Rock Island, but just the thick handrails, it bothers me. Yep. And, uh, you know, going off your thing on the diesels, I haven't seen any of the diesels neither. I have seen the steamers, but the diesel I was looking forward to, and unfortunately it's canceled. Why? I don't know. But was the FT ABA diesels. Oh, yeah, I remember. That's right. They did. That's right. They did cancel those. That's a shame. Yeah, a shame. I was looking forward to that. All right, moving down the page here, uh, we have a Chess, Chesapeake and Ohio Lion Chief set. Now, keep in mind, this is a Lion Chief set. This is not a Lion Chief plus 2.0 engine. It is a strictly just a Lion Chief set. So um, I don't have any Lion Chief sets, but to be honest with you, I'm actually, I actually would like to pick one up um, just because of um, people come over to my house um, you know, we have kids that come over every now and then they want to run my train and I'm a little hesitant to hand them my legacy remote. <laughs> um, but I was really thinking about, I'm probably going to ended up, end up getting that, um, Polar Express, uh, 15th anniversary version. Um, oh, that'll be cool. They're still out there. Um, it was either that one or the Harry Potter one. So, um, was, uh, those aren't, I don't, I think there's a Harry Potter one in this one, but. There actually might be a um, a uh, Polar Express too somewhere down in here. I don't remember, but um, but yeah, just to go back, I don't have any Line Chief engines, but I would like to get a little set to kind of like just kind of play with, and then like have something for uh, kids to run around the layout and something at Christmas time, right? You know, sure. to you know have run around. So yeah, I have the uh, Promontory Summit 
uh, Lion Chief set. That set's awesome. You know, it really kind of, it really changed my opinion on them. You know, I really wasn't crazy on them, but I've seen some I really like. They have the long, not in this catalog, but they have the Long Island Railroad F, F7, M7 subway set. It's a great set, and I've thought about getting one. I, they sound really good, too. I, I, I'll tell you, these Lion, these Lion Chief sets uh, all have, like, unique sound sets to that particular set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was like some of these Lion Chief sound sets sound better than <laughs> when I, uh, you know, like, you know, unless you're buying like, you know, Vision Line, you're not going to get, you know, sound specific sets or road number specific sets anymore. But these Lion Chief sets all have road name specific uh, roads, you know, uh, railroad specific sounds to them. And they're really, really neat. Yeah, and you know, it's really cool, you know, like I'm still wondering why besides money Lionel decided not to do the um road specific crew talk in their legacy steam and diesels. It really irks me and I really don't understand why now with these ready to run starter sets, why they have the road specific crew talk and only and they only that in the vision line. All the standard O stuff doesn't, which I don't understand that. I imagine it's just a matter of production wise, because if you create, I, I don't think so. Obviously you have to get, bring someone in to say, you don't have to say like the road number, right. Or the railroad number. Um, so I, I, you know, for every single set, I think it's a matter of getting the sound set into that particular engine and making sure, you know what I mean? So, excuse me. So, so what I'm trying to say is like, the latest batch of ES44s. Well, you know, you got one sound set for all the ES44s. You don't have to worry about it. But if you make a road specific number and uh, uh, for each ES44, well, now each one has to have its own custom soundboard uh, with that, you know, with that sound chip, with, with that sound set in it. And that's probably why I imagine. But I agree with you 100%, though. I, that is one of the, you know, when I have some older uh, Team CC, uh, um, sets and I have some actually some older legacy sets that still have the road number specific detail and it's one of my favorite things so oh yeah I've got a bunch of them too and it's you know like there was a time that I didn't want any of the new stuff but now the new stuff is starting to creep up and it's getting really awesome and you know another thing too going on the older stuff is there's a lot more variety now because before when you had a road specific Kurtok engine yeah, it was nice, but you only had maybe two road names to choose from and only one road yep. number. But now you've got a bunch of names and a bunch of numbers. So, yeah, sure, you lose the road-specific crew talk, but you got more choices nowadays, which is really cool. Yep. All right, uh, so moving on. Um, I'm just going to keep going here unless you wanted to talk about things. It's got assorted boxcars here. Um, the 140th anniversary boxcar for the Canadian Pacific, um, that, that that's that's kind of a cool box car. Yeah, I like the two sides on it. You got the old the steam era side, and then you got the diesel era side, which is cool. Yep, yep. Is this uh, is this bottom one going to be for you? This is GG one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right up my alley. <laughs> the Angela uh, um, Thomas uh, uh, Pennsylvania. What is that? A bottom. It's called a well-stocked shelves boxcar. Yeah, bottom shelf. <laughs> bottom so, shelf. <laughs> so I, I guess she must have made the other two, which I haven't found yet. So I'm not sure so. if they're sold out or what. But 
Yeah. All right. Uh, next page. We're just gonna. So that's just a personalize your layout. Um, yeah. um, we got, and now we're gonna move into some of these um, plug and play buildings. Um, with some really kind of cool names. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, cool. That that's uh that's one way to put it. <laughs> They're really pretty cool. You know, MTH they did the funny names on a lot of their buildings, and it's really cool to see the Lionel starting to go on it too. So we have the Sofa King. Yes, be careful how you say that. Mattress yeah. and Furniture <laughs> Store, which is awesome. We have the uh, Doctor IP Drip and Sons Plumbing Store. We have probably my favorite on this page, which is the Sergeant Stumpy's Red, White, and Boom Fireworks. It's going to have <laughs> simulated exploding LED uh, oh fiber optics for the fireworks. Smoke and lights and sound. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's really <laughs> yeah. going to be cool. That's cool. I, I can't wait to see that one. So It's cool that the building number is 1776. It's oh, cool. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that until now. <laughs> and we also have the tattoo power down there. Oh, yeah. We got the, the Big Tats Inc. All right. Uh, and then we got the uh, was Dominant Jeans. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't know. I couldn't tell you on that one. But. Um well, I think that I think the 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 uh, tongue in cheek here is like uh, you know you have a dominant gene. Uh, like yeah, you know, could DNA be. dominant genes. I it don't know, maybe be. that's where I'm thinking about it. So, uh this road crew up top is is, I, is pretty cool. I think I'm going to go go in for that. I feel like I, I could make a scene out of that. That would be you could. cool, wouldn't it? good i i like the little scenes with the little guys and the you know some of them are animated and they got like lights for the torch guy and stuff like that that's usually pretty that's that's a kind of a cool effect there sure and then for you beatles fans which hello i'm one of them mm-hmm. we have the mccarthy's wings for paul mccartney and wings and we have <laughs> a lot of cool stuff we have live and let fry and then try oh, our silly love sauce <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's it's, it's really great cool. great Great tongue-in-cheek stuff there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then All we right. have the uh, track lane crew down there. Can't forget that. Yep. I like that one. I would That would be one. And I think they have what? They they have an older one, too, I think, still. They have the track lane one where you you know, you know could you could put it, like, on a siding somewhere and obviously, you know, not connect it, you know, because it actually has no connections. But you kind of – you can hug it up there so it looks like it's, you know, like it's part of the actual – you know, side, you know, your sighting and stuff like that. And, you know, they got the, some of these guys are animated and flickering LEDs and stuff. P- pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool it's it's nice stuff. So then quickly on the next page, we have the frat house, which, you know, you want to relive your college years or if you're like me, enjoy them. Uh, <laughs> you got uh, some cool stuff there. And I like the garage. I like the garage kits, as a matter of fact. I'm kind of into kits these days, so I'm probably going for those. It's it's really cool stuff. I believe that's a yeah, that's a model power tooling for the house. All right, folks. Well, I think that wraps it up for the catalog. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening to the Matt and Matt O Scale Trains podcast. Uh, more to come. Got some great topics coming up in the future. Um, uh, so, uh, Matt, where can people find you? So for me, you can find me on YouTube uh, by searching up Matt Dash Train Lover ninety nine forty three. And then I'm also on Facebook under the same name. If you go to any one of my recent YouTube videos, you can find the link in the video description. So you can check me out there. 
And I can be found on at uh, on YouTube at West Chicago Railroad. Uh, and I am working on a Facebook page as well. And I'll mention that in the next episode of at, at Oskale Train Podcast. So again, folks, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, please leave feedback for us. Let us know how you like the episode. And we will hopefully see you next time. <laughs>